Hello, friends, sisters, family. Uh, it's good to be here. Good to be with you. Um, I am uh, very thankful for my relationship with God and um, how much He is with me and comforting me and helping me with scriptures and in life with uh, all that we're going through. And I... Um, I really hope that this can encourage you and inspire you to to go to God at this time, to um, depend on Him at this time. And, um, you know, it's pretty crazy out there and um, pretty, uh, I mean, we've never seen things like this before. It's, it's hard to comprehend the stuff that is happening. And um, yet, you know, I, I was thinking of how, well, actually, I was talking to my friend and her 13-year-old daughter said this. She said, um, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this little girl, she's she's so uh, amazing, Lily. She's a new Christian. She's just growing like a, a crazy plant. Um, but you know, I thought that is so true. You know, change is for sure. Change is happening. Change is coming. Change is going to keep coming and faster than we like and faster than we're comfortable with. And, um, not just change, but just hard times are coming and, um, not trying to be a, a grim reaper or a Debbie Downer, but I, I do want to be ready for whatever changes do come. And I want us to be ready. I want us to really grow in our relationship with God at this time, to to take this opportunity to, to get really close to God and to pour out our heart to God and to sing songs to God, to pray about what we're really thinking about, what we're really fearing, and um, and then being able to give it to them, you know, I mean, I love the thought of praying with our hands open because it, it feels very vulnerable to pray that way. You know, you put all your worries in your hands and you offer them up to God. Um, he's listening. He's with us. He's here. Um, but, you know, in, in spite of how crazy it is, like in January, we would never have imagined the number of people that are dying from this virus. We couldn't have even comprehended all of the restrictions and things that are happening in life. Um, and yet somehow we adapt. Somehow we keep rolling with it. And I know that's a, that's a survival thing. That's a good thing. That's something we have to do. We have to adapt. We're good at adapting. And that's a good thing. That's a survival thing. But I just, I want to make sure we're adapting in a way that we are choosing to adapt and not just letting it happen to us, not just becoming whatever we end up becoming through this crisis. You know, not just giving in to all of our pleasures and senses or spacing out, zoning out, you know, um, just watching, you know, back-to-back -back television or um, self-medicating um, 
falling into previous addictions. And I, I think all of those ways are ways of coping, but I don't wanna cope that way. I don't wanna be that person. I don't wanna be the person that's spaced out in the most important time of our lives. I wanna be someone who grows, who takes this opportunity and becomes a better person, who, who becomes a more loving friend, who becomes a more conscientious person, who becomes more compassionate with people around me. And, <clears throat> you know, I think that's really important that we decide who we're gonna be, who we're going to be, who we're going to nurture, what, what we're gonna do with our lives at this time. Um, you know, because there, this is also a time where I think we're tempted to feel like quitting, you know, to kind of just, all right, too much, I'm on overload, I'm just checking out. And yes, it is a lot. And yes, we need to take some small breaks. We need to do some things to kind of re-center ourselves. But I think one of the most important things we need to do is we need to learn to go to God in a deeper way. We need to learn to really depend on Him and, and put His words in our mind and in our heart. Um, it's not a time for quitting. It's not a time for zoning out. Um, you know, and, and it's also a time that I think Satan is thoroughly enjoying. He loves it. He loves to scare us and to destroy us and to kill us. And he's hoping for that. And, you know, if he tempted Jesus, he's going to tempt us. So I want us to be aware that we're in a spiritual battle. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, characters, uh, people that we could focus on, we could blame, we could talk about, we could frustrate ourselves with. But bottom line, it is a spiritual battle we're in. And I want us to be spiritual women. Um, in uh, Romans chapter 4, in verse 18, it says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. And so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. That's awesome. Um, he decided who he was going to be. He decided to believe in God. He decided against all hope that he was going to believe in God. And it's comical that, you know, it says he was a hundred years old and poor Sarah, her womb is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of sad to be the woman um, in the Bible that that's what they say about you. And of course, that's not the only thing they say about her. She's the mother of faith. But, you know, that's a pretty bleak situation to be in. And But that's not what his faith was in. His faith was not in the circumstances. His faith was not in his body. The faith was not in, in Sarah's body. The faith was in God. Not the circumstances, but his God who made promises that he was confident he would be faithful. And that's who I want to be. That's what I want to be. I want to be the woman who is confident 
that even though it looks bleak, it looks ugly, it looks dark, it's sad, it's hard, I want to be the God that, or the person that believes God has a greater plan, that God loves me, that God loves us, that God has, um, he, he is a, a place where we can go to, to get comfort and help. Um, you know, to really decide that that's how I'm going to handle this. In spite of however I ever handled things in the past, which I have not handled things in the past in the best way. I don't know that any of us have, but I have had times where I just want to space out. I want to check out. I want to be invisible. I want to not show up. I want to just watch TV and not care. I mean, we've all had those temptations, but that's not who we're called to be. That's not who we should be. Um, and in um, Matthew 11, um, I want to go there. Matthew 11 in verse 28. Um, let's look at that. This is Jesus. He says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, this is a really challenging time, and I, I think it's the worst for people who don't know God. I think it's the worst for people who have no faith. Um, I think, you know, we need to be conscientious of that, that there are people who don't have answers. They don't know what to do. They're scared. We have a God who's powerful, who cares about us, who invites us to come to him. He invites all of us, all peoples, to come to him. And he says, you know, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Um, and he says, I am gentle and humble in heart. You know, I also want to be that for my sisters, for my friends, gentle and humble in heart, that I never have an attitude of, oh, I'm so good at this and I'm so good at that and you should be too, you know, get it together. I mean, I have absolutely done that in my life. I'm not perfect for sure, um, but I don't want to do that going forward. I don't want to be that person. And we can put our trust in Jesus. We can go to him because he's gentle, because he's humble in heart. He's gone through terrible things. He's suffered much, and he knows how to do it. I mean, he knows how to live this life. Um, you know, I think um, we just need to stop and check. How are we? How am I doing? Okay, like, I mean, I for me, it's super important to really get a, a, a good place and a designated time where I'm going to tell myself, you know, you're you're going to be here for, you know, however long it's going to be. And you're going to pray and you're going to talk to your God. You're going to listen for him. You're going to worship him. You're going to connect with him like it's important for me to have that time every day that I do that, that I go and that I'm still. 
and that I, I ask, God, help me. God, show me what you want me to change. God, show me what you desire for my life. God, help me know what words to say. Help me change my weaknesses. Please show me whatever it is you want me to leave this time. And then listen. Let yourself sit there. Listen. What is God saying? What what is there something I need to repent of? Is there something I need to apologize for? Is there something I need to get open about? What is God saying to me? And you know, and then I read my scriptures. I read uh, my the Bible. I read a, a book and you know, he always tells me something that helps me, inspires me, encourages me and and um I don't know. You can, you can, you know when God is speaking to you. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I think of, um, John chapter four. Um, Robert, uh, just did a lesson on, on, uh, John chapter four. <clears throat> so I won't read it all, but, um, it, it's the story of the Samaritan woman. And of course, you know, it's Jesus at the well, the woman's there, he asks her for some something to drink, and he tells her, this is living water, you'll never thirst again if you drink this water. And then he says, oh, by the way, go call your husband, which he knew she didn't have a husband. You know, I, I anyway, I, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let's look in John chapter 4. <clears throat> in uh Verse 23. Well, I guess let me just finish that thought. You know, Jesus, I think when he interacted with people, um, it was about the truth. He he spoke on a heart level, even in times where we probably wouldn't at the well, you know, getting water. Here's this lady you don't know. I mean, we might not all do that. But... I think Jesus always had in mind that we have a lot going on inside our hearts and our minds, and he was kind of always pulling that out. He was always drawing people's hearts out, and I think he realized and knew what obstacles there were for people, and he tried to get rid of those obstacles so that they could come near, so that they could be drawn in. And... um but here in this um, scripture, I, I love that he says in verse 23, Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and truth. You know, this scripture has come to my mind a lot lately because we are not going to other people's houses. We don't really know what's going on with everybody. And, you know, we feel when we're in church, we feel responsible for our sisters, for our brothers. But, you know, right now, I feel like it is a very clear time that we need to make sure we do what we need to do not because anyone's telling us or expecting us or but because it is our conviction this is 
we worship in spirit and in truth um that we are the real thing that we are being honest with our lives i saw this little video um my mom sent me and uh, it was this lady and she was looking pretty raggedy had her hair up in a bun and um she you know was sitting there and she was talking to her sister on the phone and she was saying yeah i got up early i took a shower i put my makeup on got dressed because you know i want to keep the routine and you can see her she's she didn't put her makeup on and take a shower and then because she's talking on the phone to her and then she goes oh yeah i'm exercising every day and in the background you can see a treadmill with all this clothes piled on top of her treadmill clearly she's not using it but she's saying oh yeah i'm exercising every day and she goes and i had some fruit and yogurt for for breakfast and then she takes a drink and it's a glass of wine and so you know the funny thing about it is it's you know i don't know why is that funny it's funny but you know it would be pretty easy to try to deceive people right now oh yeah i'm doing great i'm having my quiet time i just went for a run <laughs> and even uh tian had posted something um for those of you who know him and i saw it a couple times on facebook yesterday but you know, yeah, I've been working out every day, running around the block, eating great. I've been eating organic and um, no white flour, no white sugar and and exercising. And um, and I've lost 17 pounds. And then it says, um, yeah, so I don't know who wrote this, but wow, that's really great. <laughs> it looks like it's from who sent it. You know, it looks like it was from Tian. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, I don't know who wrote this. And it was kind of funny because I thought, wow, Tian, you've lost 17 pounds. That's amazing. And um, but then, you know, obviously he could say that right now. But in a few months, we're going to know whether he lost 17 pounds or not, <laughs> which he wasn't saying he did it. But anyway, I'm just saying um, it is up to us what we're going to make of this time. Um, it's up to us where we're going to put our faith and, and how hard we're going to work at this and, and how much we're going to fight through this. Um, you know, and I, I think it's a good, it's a good time to really, um, just redecide who we're going to be. Um, you know, take the challenge. Yeah. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. So let's decide we're going to we're going to grow. We're going to be the real thing. We're not going to be false or fake or hiding or or any of that. And um but we're going to be real. We're going to be true worshipers of God and and sisters, I hope you're doing well. I love you. I wish we could be here together. Um but hopefully in the future we will be. So I love you. Take care and um Please uh, stay safe.